0: Good evening or good morning, depending upon when you are listening to us. We are the Lotus Chat Ladies, and we're so glad you're here today. I'm I'm Laura Benson. And, and I'm I am, Zian. <laughs> yeah. And we've got Zian joining me here. We're very excited to be spending some time together um, with you. And so I want to share with you that today we are going to talk about the stories that we tell ourselves. And I really want you to be thinking of this as you're listening to us. Do you tell yourself stories? And we're going to talk a lot about that. And hopefully we'll kind of shed some light on this. Yeah. So, Zian, it's so nice to see you. It's nice to be here with you. So you're looking great. Um, So why don't we just jump into this? Um, Zian, I'm going to ask you because I'm starting. Where did our story come from? and who do we tell it to?
1: Thank you, Laura. I have to say the feeling is mutual. It's wonderful to see you. And I think um, jumping straight in, the story comes from my childhood. It comes from my experience, but I think childhood has a huge impact in the story that I tell myself. And in specifically, the story that I tell myself when I was growing up as a child is that um, my love for my parents are conditional. Um, I realized that I I only get, I mean, in my childhood, I only get that love when I'm a good girl or when I do something right or when I have achieved something academically. It is based on an action. Hence, I think I grow up thinking with the story that I need to do something to prove my worth or I need to act um in a nice you know good girl behavior in order to obtain the love that i want so i felt that i think the story that i've been living and telling myself is that love is conditional and that if i want the love i gotta prove it i gotta do something
0: oh yeah that is so beautiful that is such um depth you've really done soul searching and i love that
1: (laughs) what about you laura
0: a little bit different take yes i think a lot of it came from my childhood because you learn so much in your mm. childhood um i remember my grandmother used to say to me stop what she would call stinking thinking mm. and it's that voice in your head that tells you that you're not good enough it tells you you're not working hard enough it tells you that someone doesn't care about you or they're trying to hurt you it tells you it's too good to be true It tells you you can't do something. And something that I've learned is I always wondered where that voice comes from. What is it? And I've done a lot of research and it comes from your ego. Mm -hmm. Our ego is really a good thing. It's there to protect us. We always talk about overinflated egos. And those are folks that have really expanded the ego to really protect themselves. But the problem is, they're hard to be around in the present because the ego is so great. Mm-hmm. But we all have that part of us that protects us. So, especially if you grew up thinking that it was hard, you were hard to love, mm-hmm. and that happens to many of us, then what happens is every relationship that we're in, we think we're hard to love because we learned that as a childhood problem with that theory is every moment is different from the last so you can't look at this moment and say oh this is the same or this isn't this is the same as 20 years ago 30 years ago it's now you have different people involved so the ego is a good thing it tries to protect you but sometimes we're not very intuitive as to if it's truth or if it's perception yeah That's something I've learned. So Zian, in your stories or people's stories that they tell you, Mm -hmm. do you find it easy or hard to determine if it's truth or perception?
1: Well, to be honest, for a really long time, I lived with that truth. That's really my honest take on it. Um, In fact, I think sometimes my actions were a lot based on that truth that seemingly true idea in my mind that I yeah. think sometimes that I need to literally prove my worth through my actions yeah. but I think um, doing a lot of work um, in transformation and emotional intelligence I begin to remind myself and realize and know that sometimes my presence alone is enough I don't need to prove my worth like if I get the love it's a love And now that I'm a mother of two kids, I'm also very aware about how I show that love to my two girls. That I love them unconditionally, regardless whether they do well academically or, uh, you know, they throw tantrums. It's just part of life. But, you know, I I still love them unconditionally. What about you? Do you think that's, you know, the story you tell itself is true?
0: Mine is very similar to what you described. I used to think it was always true and lived by that voice and lived by those stories. I believed Mm -hmm. I wasn't lovable. I believed that I had to work really hard to get love. I learned that I, my ego told me that I had to always be on the lookout Mm -hmm. to change and flex so that I could get the love or the validation I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, It also warned me about people that I was interacting with and thinking the worst of them rather than the best of them because I'd experienced the worst. And so for me it was truth for a very long time and the when it became perception was when I stopped saying it was someone else's fault. When I started looking in the mirror and I was okay with looking at who I was and what my strengths were, what my faults were and being honest with myself. And loving myself enough to say, you're not quite there yet in this area, and you've got more room to grow in this area, then it became perception. And then it was easier to quiet that voice. But Mm -hmm. until I could look at who I was, it was really hard. I have this friend who um, really wants to be in a relationship. Um, She really wants to um, have a long-term committed relationship, Mm. but she keeps going through the same type of relationships with people and they dump her and she Mm. can't imagine why. So she keeps telling me it's their fault. It's their Mm. fault. It's their fault. But she has a pattern. (laughs) She's not ready yet to look at herself. And in the meantime, she keeps going through the pattern. When she wears out, the story will become clear that that she has some growth to do. And when she's able to get to perception Things will change. So I think it's always truth until we're able to look at ourselves and then it becomes perception. Yes. Okay, Zian, can we change the stories we tell ourselves? Is that possible?
1: I think it's definitely possible, uh, but it always starts to where it always starts from whether you want it or not. So I think the desire to want to change that story is very important because it's definitely more comfortable to be um, operating in the same way that we have always been operating. And I think it's just a quick mental shortcut. It's easier to do it that way, right? But when we are able to step away and when we realize that story is no longer working for us, that story does not serve us any longer anymore, then that's when I think... Um, It is definitely possible to change that story, but it comes um, with a lot of internal work and sometimes external help from friends, coaches, or trainings that we get to go. Yeah, what do you think, Laura?
0: I think it's really hard, but it's worth the work. (laughs) If you live your life under the perception that your stories are reality, it's a hard life. Because you're really, it's kind of like you're blindfolded and you're walking through life and you see things one dimensionally when there's really so many dimensions to see. When you're able to do the hard work and really look inside yourself, love yourself and actually reflect on who you are and your truth, then it is worth it because the world opens up and possibilities open up. But I also agree with you. I couldn't have done it without life coaches, without friends, without people who were on the journey ahead of me. It wouldn't have happened. Um, so I just want to encourage our listeners. Um, if you go to Instagram, um, look up me at Mammoth Edge Coaching. And I know Zian has her um, Instagram page. We both have videos where we talk about topics go ahead and check us out on Instagram and that's where I started. I started with people who I really respected and who had been on the journey ahead of me and they helped me through and we can help you through.
1: So, Fantastic and um, similarly I'd like to also reach out to women who's listening to this right now if the story that you're telling yourself is working for you, you definitely don't need to change but if that story is no longer working for you and that you know that's something tugging in your heart telling you that this is not the life that you want I want to encourage you to reach out to us uh, through our Instagram at the link below and the question I have for you this week is what stories are you telling yourself that aren't true so in the next chapter, in the next topic, we will be discussing about a new topic called writing new chapters.
0: Aha,
1: I like that. So you. if you like what you're hearing about us from Lotus Chat, our objective is to empower women um, if, uh, collectively. So we come here every week with a different episode and you can hear it take from us if you like us uh, click like subscribe and comment and we would love to hear from you email us on new suggestions and ideas of new topics at lotuschatworldwide at gmail.com so signing off i'm zian
0: and i'm laura we'll see you next week have a great week